Welcome back, you guys, to AG University. I am so excited you're here, as always. Welcome to class. Class is in session. Take notes. Do whatever you feel called to do. Listen back because this one's really, honestly, an evolution of my journey with the word discipline. Yeah, we're going to be talking about discipline today. And I feel that this is kind of an ever-evolving topic for me. So how about we just say this is where I'm at on this journey right now. Who knows? I'm sure a year from now we'll be sitting down on the podcast and I'll have a completely different perspective. But this is the perspective that I've been toying with for now. I have so many different directions that I can go with this, but I'm going to try to keep it a concise, steady stream of thought. But lately... I feel like I've had the most success being quote-unquote disciplined than I ever have in my life, especially when it comes to working out and movement and all of the things that I always felt like I should be doing, but I needed to take a closer look at my why, and that's kind of how I wanted to bring this discipline piece in. There's a creator that I follow on TikTok. Her name's Shelby Seiko, S-A-C-O, and she talks all about habit formation and loops. There's tons of really interesting habit books. Habits truly run our life if we don't, you know, tune in and see where our habits are. Because obviously, you know, our morning routine sets up sets us up for our day, and our days make up our weeks. Our weeks make up our make up our months. You guys get what I'm trying to say here. I'm struggling with the words. But our life really is dictated by, you know, our thought loops and our habits. And so if we can tweak those or be more intentional or disciplined or whatever it is that you want to be, we can really tune in and up-level the quality of our life or, you know, manifest a goal quicker or whatever it is that we're trying to do. It all comes down to thoughts and habits. In some way, shape, or form. Just stay with me. So I see this creator on TikTok and she's talking all about, you know, her habits and how she's she's very disciplined. And it was very inspiring to me because I am typically someone who I used to, I'm gonna say I used to, I'm not going to identify. I used to identify as someone who was not very disciplined. And I don't love that about myself. I do love that I'm creative and artistic and all of the things, but dating Austin has made me realize he's very disciplined. And I know that's a bit more of a masculine energy and, you know, he was a coach. There's a lot of things. We're not the same person, but I'm inspired by his commitment to his routines. And I do believe having routines makes us more successful. So (laughs) this is how I came across this whole concept with discipline. I rewind back to when I was recording a human design video for YouTube with Courtney, I realized I'd actually gotten my human design profile wrong for like a year. There's an arrow on your chart. If you've looked up your human design, I use the My Human Design app, not affiliated, just a fan. And um, there are arrows on your chart that point a certain direction. And if they point one direction means you really thrive with a routine. And if they point another direction, it means you actually thrive more in flow state. Well, I always, I I guess I misinterpreted my chart. And this was before the app came out. The app has made things a lot easier to understand. I was looking just on the website, but prior, and I thought that I thrived more in flow state because I kind of think that's just kind of how I tend to be. I've never been like 
super routine. I've, I've definitely have worked at becoming routine. Um, but then Courtney was like, wait, your chart actually says that you thrive in a routine setting. And I was like, interesting. Okay. And routine setting can be more than just like your work routine. It could be like your sleep routine, your eating routine, just your overall energy management routine, like, you know, eating at consistent times and eating consistent meals. And I was like, had such a light bulb moment. I was like, oh my gosh, for the last year I've been living thinking that not, I basically was living, not prioritizing my routines and my systems. And not that I'm like a total mess in that area. But I think that, you know, I was sometimes I'll wake up at different times and I'll just do things differently. And I kind of got stumped. I'm like, Hmm, I struggled with routine and discipline. And I actually uncovered, I had a bit of a limiting belief around that whole concept, those words. So Courtney and I are recording this video. She's like, wait a minute, your human design arrow, you're looking at the wrong arrow. And I'm like, oh my gosh, shoot, I need to be prioritizing my routines more than I have been. So I can have that light bulb moment. Then I, a few months go by, I'm in, I'm going to Dallas to be a part of the creative direction team for varsity cheerleading. If you guys are familiar with varsity, varsity brought me on to do like a TikTok boot camp with them. Fun fact, you guys didn't know this. My mom actually founded Varsity. She was one of the founding fathers, along with the Webb brothers, when she was 19. And she built the company up and she left as, I believe, the executive vice president and retired in her 60s. So anyways, I have really close ties with Varsity is what I'm saying. They're like family to me. And so when they hired me to help them with their TikTok. Of course I would do that. I love doing creative direction projects. So, and especially working with them. So anyways, I'm in Dallas and I'm doing these creative directions and I'm, I'm at a peak busyness level in my schedule with just being a full-time influencer. Also, I just, I, I don't know. I was still kind of doing styling. I'm doing readings. I'm doing a lot of things, but you know, I like to do a lot of things. Keeps my life exciting and interesting but I remembered, I woke up in the middle of the night at like 4 a.m. And I couldn't go back to sleep. And anytime I wake up in the middle of the night, because I don't typically wake up in the middle of the night with like my my mind kind of buzzing, I always pull out my journal and start journaling because I'm like, okay, I'm just going to let these ideas flow through me because I actually one time read a book by Dr. Wayne Dyer. And I believe it was his book, The Power of Intention. It might have been uh, 10 Secrets to Inner Peace. I'll put both of those in AG's book club. It's linked to my Amazon storefront in my bio. But um, he always said that he felt inspiration would wake him up in the middle of the night and to never go back to sleep. We know when inspiration knocks at your door, allow it to flow through you. And he's written several books and he's a, he was, he's past, um, wasn't a really just an inspirational figure. And I, I can say is because I still reference his work and I still read his books. But anywho, I've learned that from him, that anytime inspiration knocks on my door or wakes me up in the middle of the night, there's something that needs to come through, a divine thought. So I get on my journal and I start journaling. And basically the the theme of the journal that keeps thought that keeps coming through is discipline equals freedom discipline equals freedom. And as you guys know, I'm clairvoyant, which means I see visuals. That's part of my energetic gift. I'm seeing 
a lot of areas where I'm maybe not using my energy as properly as I could and that I needed to tune into my energetic field and my processes and my day so that essentially I would be able to do better readings, show up better for the people in my life and my work. And this discipline piece kept being shown to me, like, you've got to get more disciplined, Anna Grace, you've got to tune in. And I kind of, at this point in my life, was all, all over the place, just having a really busy schedule. And I was really triggered by that whole, basically that I was being shown, you know, by my my angel team, my guides, that I needed to be more disciplined. And I realized that I actually, for years, associated my discipline with my disordered eating behaviors and patterns, you know, forcing myself to go to the gym because I thought I was quote unquote disciplined and doing things that I hated was what I associated with the word discipline, forcing myself to do things that I did not want to do, forcing myself to show up in a way that did not feel in alignment with me or authentic to me. The word discipline triggered me. I didn't like that I was being shown that I need to be more disciplined because it felt rigid. It felt scarcity. It felt lack. It felt fear-based for me. And it took me probably another month (laughs) to get to the the core of this, realizing that I had a a limiting belief around the word discipline because I had heard from a lot of other places. There's a book called Discipline is Destiny. Discipline is freedom was what I was being shown in my own reading that was kind of coming through for me in the middle of the night. So I'm like, okay, I obviously don't love this word because it triggers me into thinking that I have to force myself to do things that I don't want to do. And I'm in a place in my life where I want to live a joy-filled, a fun, happy, easeful life. And I, if, if that's the belief system that I'm working in, discipline, how does that fit in my new life that I've created? Because I no longer identify as the girl who forces herself to work out, who forces herself to eat freaking tuna packets because it's hitting her macros. Bye. She's dead. We killed her, remember? But I knew there was opportunity for growth in this area. So I do want to read for you the definition for discipline. I'm going to pull that up on my computer really quick. Okay. Discipline, the practice of training to obey rules or a code of behavior. It actually even says using punishment to correct disobedience. (laughs) Literally the word punishment's in the word. I don't love that. But then it comes into discipline, a branch of knowledge, typically one studied in higher education, used as a verb to obey rules or a code of behavior. You know, even that, that definition is kind of abrasive for me. I'm in my feminine era. I'm in my flow state. I'm in my joyous, loving my life state. Discipline, that word's kind of just like, yuck, gives me the Hebes. So I go into the Akashic Records and I ask, why are you guys showing me that I need to be more disciplined? I thought we were trying to get away from that and teach people that there is, you know, freedom with using our intuition. Correct. But as you guys know, human design kind of shows where our centers are most active. If you haven't looked yours up, I highly recommend it. I am a projector, profile one, three, which means I'm the investigator, researcher, experimenter, martyr. Those are all of my pieces. And I have an extremely active brain. And I do believe that's because I'm channeling a lot of information all day long and I do readings and there's a lot, my majority of my energy use is at my brain. (laughs) 
So if my brain is really active, if I could streamline areas of my life, that's less energy that I have to use my brain, right, to think about things that I need to do. I can, you know, put those areas of my life in autopilot a little bit to maximize the energy that I'm using for readings or the energy where I am creative and and kind of just make things a little bit routine. It's kind of reminded me of how Steve Jobs, you know, wore the same outfit every day because he was like such a visionary and didn't even want to think about his, what he had to pick out to wear. That's an extreme situation, but you guys understand what I'm saying. Like, I do understand the benefits. So I go into the Akashic Records and I'm like, what is the freaking word? What's the deal? So stay with me on this one. I am seeing the word discipline and then they're redirecting me and the word that's coming up for me is disciple, which if you guys know in any spiritual practice or energy work, I am always seeing messages that will resonate with me and like my vocabulary knowledge that I have. So since I grew up in the Catholic church, I'm familiar with the Bible, that word was coming through for me, discipline. We want you to think discipline and we want you to think disciple. And I, I'm always really intrigued with the etymology of words because I do think there's a lot there. And maybe sometimes as a society, we've put our own twist on it that maybe has gotten away from what it's actually meant to be. So I'm seeing disciple and I think, hmm, okay, to me, this is just my definition. You guys might have a totally definition, but this was my understanding. The word disciple is a follower of Jesus, right, in the Bible. But I just kind of started thinking that a disciple is a follower of Jesus. It's someone who's just committed to their practice or committed to love or committed to following love. I think that Jesus is a good representation in my mind of love. And they were they were following love. They're committed to loving, being in this loving presence, loving energy. These are just, this is a loose definition. So I'm like, okay, I understand that I'm showing up in love. That could be the the dis, this disciple, the discipline piece. So they're showing me that what if it was disciplined, you rewrote this narrative, you redid this whole thing in your head, you let go of that limiting belief that, that discipline means doing things you hate, right? Because if, if a disciple is committed to love or following love or Jesus, then why would discipline somehow end up being like a fear word for me? So I started thinking, what if I became disciplined in being committed to love, being committed to checking in with my intuition, my higher self, and how I could show up? in a loving way, right? So for me, I rewrote the narrative in my head that my discipline, my religion, was that I was going to tap back into that frequency of love, right? So if I'm feeling out of balance or out of source or my energy's all of, all over the place, my discipline would be realigning with the highest version of me. I always say higher self. And I want to talk about that because I feel like <clears throat> it's it's another one that is a word that can be used interchangeably. I believe there is this higher self version of me 
that's kind of how it's shown to me in the Akashic records. And it's really like God's plan, like this version of us that we were born into this world. And if we stay the course and we stay rooted in love and we stay showing up as our highest self or this version that God created us to be, right? Like we can fall off the path sometimes, but when we're on the path, we're feeling good, we're doing our meditation and we're just, we're, we're in putting our intention in becoming the best version of us, right? That to me, honestly, it's just staying in alignment with my intuition. And your intuition could be your relationship with God, could be your relationship with your with the universe. I always love higher self because I just, it's like there's this guardian angel that's always watching over me. And it's like this older version of me or this, this very evolved version of me that's I feel like that's when we get like deja vu. It's like our higher self sending us little winks, little glimpses that we're on the right path. You know, we're doing what we're supposed to do. Like, I just feel like there's this version of me that's always looking over me. And I think that could come in a lot of religious texts as, you know, guardian angel, intuition, God, God's plan, hearing a voice, whatever. And I, I feel like I have lately been developing such a strong relationship with my higher self. And you use whatever word, your intuition, whatever it is. I actually posted a TikTok the other day because I was like, I've really had these breakthroughs that have come intensely. And they've come in waves over the last two years. It hasn't been like an all-encompassing aha moment. But I realized that we have access to our intuition, to our higher self at all times, no matter what. Because I think I kind of got into this place where... I thought I only had to be like in the Akashic Records or doing readings or in these intense energetic states to have access to this higher, you know, divine consciousness, divine mind, this higher power, God energy. But I've actually realized that we all have the ability to tap into our intuition at any given moment. And that was another thing that came through with this discipline reading. Our intuition is planted in us like a seed. And when we tune in and we foster that relationship, it's like us watering and tending to this little plant. And then it grows and it becomes stronger. It is a muscle. It is a practice. So if you feel disconnected from your intuition right now, that's okay. Or your higher self, that's okay. You just have to foster that relationship just like you would another human being or a muscle in your body allow it to grow, create time and space to communicate with your intuition, with your higher self. So I decided that if the word disciple is connected to discipline, I don't actually know if there is a literal written connection there. This is just what I saw in the Akashic Records. I decided that I was going to redefine the word discipline and that my new discipline practice was that I was going to be disciplined in consistently choosing love, choosing myself, and realigning with my highest version of self. And I'm going to give you guys examples for how that shows up. I decided, I said, I am the most intuitive person that I know. I am the most disciplined person that I know because I have the ability to connect with my higher self because I have this ability. And you have this ability too. We all have this ability. Every single person has an internal compass, an intuitive seed that's planted in them. We just have to allow it time and space to grow. So I started going, okay, how does this work? So I posted a TikTok the other day saying, I really feel like I've cracked the code because anytime I get out of alignment or I don't know what to do or I feel like I need clarity, I drop in and I literally communicate with my higher self. 
And the answer always comes through. It never, ever fails me. And that is my discipline. That is my new disciplined practice that I do prioritize my morning routine. Since I've kind of had this breakthrough, I never miss my morning routine, my evening routine. I realize these are rituals that I am utilizing as almost a self-care practice to keep my energy in alignment with my higher self. I have let go of that limiting belief that discipline is like this, I'm going to force you. It's like all, It was like almost this like hatred, like you have to work out and you have to look this certain way and you have to be this certain way. No, what if discipline could be a really positive, a really beautiful experience in our life? And we have the ability, you guys, our brain, our belief system creates our reality. We have the ability to redefine a word. Maybe that doesn't make sense to everyone. And some people like that discipline of it being hard, whatever. I don't. I don't resonate. I don't even like the word hard. I want my life to feel easeful. So I've redefined the word discipline. My discipline is staying committed to love. And I have rewritten my life lately. And I've actually been the most disciplined I've ever been. Like I said, like committing to my morning routine, committing to my nighttime routine, committing to movement, committing to prioritizing eating healthy foods because it serves me. It serves me so I can serve my clients who I do readings for. I can be in a better vibrational state for everyone in my life. I can show up better on this podcast because I'm able to channel more information to share with you guys. I think a lot of it really gets down to your why. Why are you committed to whatever it is that you're doing? And the moment that you have this understanding that discipline can look however you you can reconstruct your life, right? So I'm going to tell you guys too a little bit more about what my rituals look like, just if you're curious. But like I said, I think the key for me for liberation and freedom was creating my own systems that felt good to me, not copying and pasting anything else that I was seeing on the internet. Like, yes, I'm inspired by creators all the time. I was inspired by, I mentioned Shelby Seiko, the creator. She actually has a podcast. I haven't checked it out yet. I think it's called Sad to Savage. Um, I always like to support other creators, but I was inspired by how committed she was to her routines and redefining her habits. But that doesn't mean I'm going to take on the habits that she does every day, right? Before I get into sharing my rituals and routines, I do want to talk about the first time that I really profoundly heard my higher self communicating with me outside of doing readings. Because I, I told you guys, it took me a minute to realize that we could access this information at any given moment. We just had to practice at it. And I remember specifically, I've mentioned before that I'm clear audience, which means I can hear messages as well when I'm around people, but also see them, which is the clairvoyant piece. And I was driving home to Memphis. This was back in like 2000 and I don't know, 21, 2020. I'm not sure, but I was driving home to Memphis for a holiday break and I was in a state of intense, intense, intense anxiety over something that had happened. Honestly, the the event is irrelevant. It was just extreme anxiety, like the crippling kind where it's all you can think about. You can't eat. You're on edge. It was really disrupting my quality of life. And I'm driving and I'm like in my head in the midst. I mean, I'm like, my palms are sweating. I'm playing out the worst case scenario of something that was going on in my life. And I remember so clearly hearing 
Anna Grace, that's not your journey. Like what you were fantasizing about in your head. Like I heard that that's not your journey. What you're, this was the, the part that was coming through next. It's like what you're fantasizing in your head is never going to happen. You are wasting time and energy fixating on something that is never going to happen. Let it go. And I remember the moment I heard that's not your journey, immediate wave of peace kind of washed over me. And I realized that that voice, it was coming, I mentioned you guys kind of from like the back of my head, like the back of the neck apparently is, um, it's in another culture or religion. I saw this on TikTok, that's at the back of the neck is the, the, is the throat of God or, you know, the voice of God coming through. And I heard it and I felt this peace. And maybe you've experienced something like this in your life. Maybe you haven't and you think I'm crazy, who knows, but whatever. In that moment, I felt peace. And that's how I knew that that was my intuition, my higher self. God, whatever it is that you want to call it, speaking through me. And I had such a light bulb moment. I actually had one more a few months later that was even more kind of cracked me open that this information is always available to us. Um, I'll share the second event on another podcast because um, it's, a, it's a bit more intense and longer, but this was just when I started realizing. And, and that may be that story. Maybe you've ever had an intense feeling where you're like, oh, I feel a presence. I feel guidance right now. I feel this redirection and I felt peace. And I've mentioned that before in previous episode, whether um, you can determine if it's anxiety or intuition, there was that feeling of calm that came over me and I knew I was being, it was a divine thought. I just knew. So anyways, I wanted to cultivate that relationship stronger. And then fast forward, that's when I started getting the information on the Akashic Records or intuitions planted in us like a seed. Let's foster it. How do we foster it, Right. So this was something that I did after seeing the creator. I was inspired about getting stricter about my routines, but in a loving place, right? My discipline is now staying committed to love. And I literally started playing this game. Every time I felt I needed guidance, I would pull out my journal. I would get my pen. I would sit down and I would say, what would the highest version of Anna Grace do right now? And I've actually heard this practice in a couple of different ways. It showed up in the book, Atomic Habits. He referenced a friend that, um, cre- you know, auto-corrected uh, some really negative habits by asking herself, what would the healthiest version of me do right now? And then I started thinking, it's even kind of similar to the, remember the big trend, what would Jesus do? <laughs> like literally, it's the same thing, Jesus, higher self, intuition, God, all of it to me is the same it's a loving energy, so it can be all the same. I started literally thinking, wow, that's what I was doing intuitively. Like I was intuitively kind of doing those same things that I had read in previous texts. I just hadn't really all put it together. Now, you know, hindsight's 2020. I can see the connective force, the energetic patterns. But I started literally going, what would the highest version of Anna Grace do? And I'm talking, I would do this for everything. If I got upset, I would take a step back. What would the highest version of Anna Grace do in this moment? If I didn't know what to eat that day, I felt confused on what my body was asking of me. I would literally sit and journal, what would the highest version of Anna Grace do? And I would I would literally say, like, thank you to the most loving version of Anna Grace, the highest version of Anna Grace. You know, thank you for writing with me through truth and compassion. Say whatever you want to say. Maybe you could say, what would the happiest version of Anna Grace do right now? But I want you to say, what would the highest version of and insert your name do and write it out with a question mark in your journal and say, thank you for writing with me and just start writing. Just literally let whatever you need to process come through. 
But that's how I started establishing my new daily routines outside of anyone else and really unlocking this new superpower of discipline and realizing that discipline is going to make me more successful and it's okay to be disciplined. It doesn't mean you're doing it from a negative place, right? It's it's really beautiful. And I started doing that in the last month or so. First, I got I said, you know what? I'm going to start being more intentional with my days. I am getting more busy. I'm getting more opportunities, which I'm super grateful for. But I want to be able to manage it all in a way that feels good, right? I don't want to be anxious and all over the place and stressed out because I can't drop in and do readings with that type of energy. I need to feel light and spacious. So that was my intention. So I first created a morning routine and I sat down and I said, what would the highest version of Anna Grace do in the morning? And I literally, I closed my eyes. I imagined this highest version of me, this calm, peaceful, enlightened version of me. What does she do? And literally, I'm like communicating with her. I'm like, what what would you do in the morning? What would make you feel most aligned? Strip away everything I've seen from everyone else who says this is a cookie cutter influencer morning routine, right? So for me, I'll tell you guys what it looked like. And like I said, this is my personal experience. I want you guys to try this on your own. But first, it was getting outside in the sunshine, doing my grounding. I do my energetic protection every single day. I do not miss a day. If you guys are interested in that energetic protection, I have videos that walk you through it on my Gumroad. It's AG University's course curriculum. I'll link it in the show notes. I do my energetic protection, and I have a special energetic protection prayer that I say that I downloaded from the Akashic Records, and it's unique to me. So that's all there in the Gumroad videos. Anyways, I do that energetic protection which protects me all day long that I know I'm going to feel calm and at peace with all the energy work that I'm doing. Also kind of um, really gets your central nervous system in a state of peace. It takes you out of that fight or flight because you're not like in this overwhelm of taking in energy all day long. Then I lay down in my hammock. I like to do all of this outside. I know I'm, I'm fortunate that I'm in Florida, but you know if you can get outside in the sunshine, try it. If not, do what you can with what you've got get in my hammock, and I do a meditation. That's usually a superhuman meditation or a guided meditation on YouTube. I love superhuman. Um, I do have a free code with them. It's linked in my bio, not a, not sponsored. I just really love the app. It's a, it's a brilliant app. And um, I do my meditation, and then I do a tapping, EFT tapping, which is a way to reprogram your subconscious mind. So any trigger that's come up for me in the last 24 hours, I tap through it and I speak out any, basically just release any thoughts that are in my mind. And then I kind of go in and reprogram by affirming a new belief system. And I can teach more there, but that's my process. Do my tapping and then I journal uh, with my higher self. And I literally say, what would the highest version of Anna Grace do today? You know? I set her up for the day. I'm always communicating with my higher self. Um, and then from there, sometimes I'll go into the Akashic Records first thing in the morning. Just depends. It does take a bit more energy. So it just depends how I'm feeling. If I'm feeling energized, I go in. If I'm feeling a little bit depleted, I might hold off. Then I go inside, chug a bunch of water, make my coffee. And then as I drink my coffee, I go into my content get ready room and I... Um, you know, put on like a serum. I, I like to do like a mirror meditation. And then I do my lymphatic drainage with, I use a new face microcurrent device every day. I love that thing. Not affiliated, freaking love it. Um, 
I do that. And then I have been putting on my makeup first thing in the day because I decided that my highest self, she is a content creator and she shares her messages and speaks her truth. And I feel more confident when I'm, you know, done up and and at least have makeup on and I'm kind of ready for the day. That just gets me more in the energy of showing up as a creator and also a teacher and just putting me in into that identity. And so that I decided was my highest self routine. The moment that I implemented that, I have not missed a day. We have traveled, we have done all the things. I've not missed a day. That routine feels so good to me that I realized maybe in the past I had struggle, I struggled sticking to a routine because I was doing a routine that didn't resonate with me. Right? So if, if our discipline now, we have to create kind of our own system because then when it feels really good, it's really easy to stick to. That's why I'm like, I want people to understand that discipline can be easy. It doesn't have to be hard. So that routine feels good for me. I haven't missed it. I felt super empowered. From there, in the morning, I've been doing my morning dance routine, which just it feels super fun, joy-filled. It's a way for me to move energy through my body. I'll do tapping. I'll do the Sculpt Society. You guys heard from Megan Roop in previous episodes as well. Love her so much. And I realized that for the first time ever, I hadn't been forcing myself to go to the gym. I hadn't been forcing myself to do anything. It felt really easy. And I was shocked because I realized that I'm starting to create more, show up more, and look better. Like, I just feel like I look better. I look healthier. And that came from redefining this commitment to myself and discipline and and really understanding my why. So I know this has been a very in-depth analysis on the word discipline. But I do think it's very empowering because I do think that discipline equals freedom. And I now understand that from a different perspective because when I am disciplined and routine, I'm actually rooted in committing, being committed to love and, and loving myself. And the more I love myself, the more opportunities I draw in, the more successful I become because I am committed to love, right? So... I wanted to empower you guys that your routines and working out and all these things, they really can be easy when you craft with your higher self or with your intuition or with God's plan, whatever whatever it is that you feel called to create. But I want you guys to try this. This is your homework for the week. I want you to do journaling exercises every time you get stumped on something throughout your day. Whoop. Pause really quick. I'm in editing and I want you guys to know for the assignment, what I'm about to say, when I say Anna Grace, I mean, insert your name. I want you guys to journal your name. Don't journal on my name. This is about you guys. It's not about me. (laughs) Okay. Happy homework. Love you. I want you to write out, what would Anna Grace do? I'll literally be like, what would the highest version of Anna Grace eat for breakfast today? What does that look like? Right. That's going to be something that's more thoughtful and intention, intentional and nourishing and sitting down and enjoying a meal versus, you know, eating a bar on the run, right? Like there are easy ways to flip the narrative and and make it a really beautiful process. You know, what would the highest version of me do before bed? I can kind of tell you guys, I've gotten into a good nighttime ritual of stretching and doing my tapping. And I put on my face serums and moisturizer in the mirror. And I do affirmations while I'm doing those. And I clean up my space so that right when I wake up in the morning, that space is clean and I feel fresh. Before I would just like keep it constantly messy. But now my mind feels so much clearer and it raises my overall vibration because I feel good doing what I need to do for the day when I have a clean space and a clean mind. And then I can put on my makeup and 
just streamline the process. I'm really having like so many breakthroughs with staying committed to my routines and my structure and discipline in a completely different lens, right? We always want to see it through the lens of love. I know I've said rooted in love and the lens of love so many times in this podcast, but like, it's just, that is what it is, you know? So your homework assignment, everything you do, anytime you get stumped, I want you to pull out your journal and pen and say, what would the highest version of an insert your name do? You can start asking it out loud and you will be surprised how much information comes through, how much information our body carries this ancient wisdom. We are just not asking ourselves. That's what I always tell people. Like no one asks when, when I book, when people book sessions with me, a lot of times I'm asking them questions. No one's ever asked them before, or they've never even thought about. And that's half the battle is just knowing what we really want, what our soul desires. Once we understand, once we understand those desires and uncover them further, we're one step closer to stepping into our most authentic self because we're operating on this timeline of understanding what our soul is urging us to do. So, whew, that is a wrap, you guys. I I know I've kind of gone a lot of, (laughs) in a really, really depth um, place on discipline and routines. Hopefully I didn't miss anything. I'm sure you guys got a good understanding, but I want to empower you to first check out your human design chart, see which direction your arrow is pointing And um, that's a good one to know if you need to prioritize routines or structures. And if you're, you can be routinely unroutine. You guys, your routine can look any type of way to you. Your higher self knows, your, your body knows, your intuition knows. So, you know, tune into human design, but also tune in with yourself and see what feels good. Make it easy, make it easy, make it light, make it joyful. And watch how much your daily habits, when you clean them up and root them in intention and love, will transform your day in so many new and exciting ways. And I, yeah, I'm really, I'm feeling very empowered lately. I'm feeling a lot more in alignment with my higher self almost all day long. Whereas before I would fall out and come back in. Now, the more I align these habits with her, my highest self, the more I feel I'm in flow state more throughout the day. So that is my gift to you. That's your homework. What would my highest self do? Journal, ask her anything, close your eyes, meditate, whatever it is. I think I'm going to do a higher self meditation as well to connect you guys further. But remember, it's a muscle. We've got to create time and space for this conversation to come through. And I feel writing is a really tangible way for it to flow through. Something really magical happens when we put a pen to paper more so than just when we're thinking in our heads or thoughts and all of these other things happening. Um, the paper is a more intimate, clear way that we can connect with ourselves. So that is class. I dismiss you. I hope you have a beautiful day. Thank you for being here. As always, there are links in my bio for everything for our courses. If you want to book a session with me, my scheduling link goes out once a month and my newsletter, it is free. I would love to have you join us there and uh, on Instagram and TikTok at Anna Grace Newell and videos are trickling through on YouTube. So more to come there as well. All the information will be in the show notes along with the books that I referenced here. I love you guys. Thank you for being here. Mwah!